It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Well, hello. Can you? Do you feel like you're in heaven, Ryan? I feel like I'm in heaven. Every day, every day, Cam. <laughs> well, welcome to Community Conversations. I'm Cammie Carlisle, and today we have a very special guest in the studio, blind harpist Adelaide Jong, and she is here to play a song before we even get to the interview. So take it away, Addie. I have goosebumps. So we have a live harpist in the studio, and I got to tell you, this is just amazing. So, Adelaide, you are visually impaired. Yes. And let's talk about that a little bit. So, how much can you see? Um, I have retinopathy of prematurity, so I have no left eye that's a prosthetic, and my right eye. Um, I just recently had an eye surgery, so I'm seeing a good, I don't know, about. Six to ten meters, but I don't have any close vision. So I, all my life I had about 30 centimeters of close vision and then nothing after that. Uh-huh. And I, I recently had a surgery to get a custom lens like they give to people with cataracts. Sure. Um, to kind of improve it. So this is the most I've ever seen, but I, I'm still unfortunately legally blind. <laughs> but it's, it's still exciting to see stuff. Well, can, it doesn't hamper you playing the harp at all. I can I can see my hands finally. <laughs> so I am a guitar and bass player, and I know nothing about the harp. Well, maybe just a little because of our mutual friend, Anita. Yeah. So she filled me in on a little bit of this. But to see a harp live in person this close up, I'm just fascinated. There's so many strings. I had no idea there were pedals. And you even have a, a hook where you can just hook in and rock out if you wanted to, right? Amplify oh, yeah. it. Yeah. 
So let's talk about the harp. How did you find this instrument? What drew you to play this? I always wanted to play the harp when I was little, and my parents said, "Oh, poor Addie, you're visually impaired, and you're a very tiny person. That thing will be way too big for you. Here is a violin." <laughs> and I took it out of the case, and I think I was like twelve, and I went. <laughs> like that, and I put it back in, and I said, I don't think this is right. And they said, there, there, you don't seem to have any musical talent. Let's find you something else to do. Oh. And I never touched an instrument since, and my family would always, you know, make jokes about we don't have any musical talent. Um, but I always thought about, oh, I'd, I'd love to play something. Uh, I always felt very musical. Like mm -hmm. when I was walking on my own, I'd sing songs to myself in my head. And, sure. You know, so I was going through a very rough time in my life um, in an abusive relationship and I would listen to a harpist called Emily Hopkins on YouTube and she plays um, a lot of video game covers and she has a pedal harp and uses effects and loop pedals with it and she also does classical but mostly video game stuff and it was so beautiful and I would listen to this one piece called uh, Behind the Mask from a game called Persona 5. Mm -hmm. And when I was feeling really low or very frightened in my situation, I'd listen to it to calm down. And I messaged her and I said, how do you start a harp? You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, she just said, well, just find a harpist and take it from there. And I thought, oh, that's a little bit ambiguous. Do I, <laughs> what do I do? But right. I, I went ahead. I contacted a harpist and it was Mary Butcher of the Omaha Symphony. Ah, okay. And I said, can I learn the harp? And she said, sure, would you like to rent a harp? Let me bring one over for you for a week and we'll you know, see if you like it. And I was in shock and I said, do you know I'm blind? And I told her about my <laughs> eyesight and she said, that's not a problem. And I was so overwhelmed and happy and I fell in love with it. Um, wow. How long have you been playing? Uh, it's not even been two years yet. Seriously? It's my first instrument, and yeah, I just, I fell in love with it. Well, I would say that your family, you, have totally musical abilities, <laughs> and I'm so glad you picked this up. So not even two years. That is highly impressive. Can you read music? Yes. Yes, I started to read music, and I took um, an exam for music theory. It's called the Associated board of the Royal School of Music, and I took the grade five theory exam, which Anita helped me study for. All right. My my goal is to uh, be able to go to school for the harp, and um, my overall goal is to show people that it doesn't matter how old you are or what your disability is, if you find something you love, you can change your career at any time, and I want to be able to be the first visually impaired adult learner to join an orchestra. Wow, that is a wonderful goal, and I hope that you do it, and I think you will at this rate. I think you'll be in an orchestra in no time. You are so talented. So tell us about the actual harp. You have these different colored strings, yeah. and some are different than others. So what's the scoop on the strings with the harp? Well, pedal harps can have anything. There, there's two types of harps. There's lever harps and pedal harps. Okay. Um, so there are, um, for, this is a pedal harp. It has pedals which change the notes from uh, natural to flat and to sharp. It's like a piano without the black keys. Mm -hmm. The smallest pedal harps have about 40 strings. Yeah, they have 40 strings. This is one of those that I'm borrowing. And the biggest ones have 47. There have been custom ones which have 48, but they're not standard. Um, 
and they have、uh, bass strings which are made from、uh, steel,、mm-hmm. um, and then they have gut strings in the middle and nylon strings in the top octave. So you can you can hear these are oh yeah chunky bass.、Mm-hmm. This is our highest nylon. Wow, what a difference! <laughs> yes, and this in the middle. That's a nice gut string. Yes. So tell us about the different colored strings. Well, the C's are red, and the F's are black or blue, and、um, that helps us find where we are on the harp when we're playing. I thought it was interesting when we were off the air how you were talking about how in different, I think, lighting maybe you can see some strings sometimes, and like today you're having a hard time with the black strings. But again, you would never know it. I mean, you feel like you've been playing this forever. Thank you so much. Seriously. Yes, so, how hard is it to learn the harp? I mean, I would say that just to learn to make a good sound on the harp is effortless.、Um, you can start with a small lever harp that has like twenty twenty two strings, a small little lap harp,、um, and you don't even have to worry about levers or pedals. You can just make beautiful sounds just by you can just do this. And be happy with that. <laughs>、yes. When you want to start playing things, you know you could, you can call yourself a harpist even if you're just picking with your forefingers. But if you want to learn good technique and then progress onto a pedal harp where you're going to be using your feet at the same time, it's a very challenging instrument. Yeah, I can imagine. It's kind of like、mm, a stringed instrument, a little piano thrown in there. It's kind of a little bit of everything. So I was just talking to Anita off the air too, and like we think the harp's been around since the beginning of time, yeah, because it's in every kind of painting out there, right? Yeah, in the Bible. So when you were learning, what was the hardest part though of learning the harp? Was it reading the music? Was it the actual instrument? Um, well, when I first started, I had so much less sight I couldn't see my hands. I had to really feel my way around the harp.、Um, so for me. I could play things by ear very easily, and I made up a lot of my own arrangements. One I'll play later for you. But learning to read music and play those specific notes、mm-hmm. that somebody else has written—you know, they have arranged it—you have to play those notes. Right. That that was a challenge for me, and that's something that I still struggle with. Sometimes I, my hands don't quite match up with what I'm seeing. Like I, I think, oh, I'm in this place, but I'm not, and I might, <laughs> you know, make a mistake. And the reading,、um, reading music and playing at the same time is very, very difficult. Is the music in braille? My music is not in braille. My music is in、uh, print, but I use an iPad. Okay. And I enlarge the screen. Okay. I actually have it to show you. Oh, good. Because I wondered, because you know, typical pieces of music are what eight by ten, and those are pretty small notes to see. I mean, I have a hard time, and I've got really thick glasses. So you just, I'm guessing, probably. Blow up the piece of music and go from there. Well, I use an app called Fourscore, and what I do is I scan the music in,、uh-huh. and then I rotate my screen so that it's a little bigger. Ah! And I can just zoom on in there. Oh, look at that! Now I got to go home and try this. And this is really fun. <laughs> and then I track all of my practice hours. So、wow. This is how many hours since I first started the harp. We've got two thousand five hundred and thirteen. So I'm going for that ten thousand hours. Become a master of the skill thing. Wow.、Yeah. I feel like I need to get my guitar out. Jeez, I'm a slacker. Yeah, get back to practice. Yeah,、Cammy. no kidding. Two thousand five hundred hours. That's amazing. <laughs> so. 
about the harp. So Anita and I were talking the other day. I had no idea. Like, I don't even know where you go buy a harp. And apparently there's showrooms. Oh, yeah. So it's, did you get to go to the showroom to pick out your harp? I bought my harp used, and it was a. It belonged to a, um, a very nice lady in Omaha who hadn't played it since she was a teen. Oh. Um, but I have been to showrooms to look at them. And, oh, it's a wonderful experience to play all the brand-new harps and I to bet. listen to a professional play them. Yeah. Because... Unlike, well, I don't want to generalize, but if you go to a regular music store, you can't always guarantee that the people that work there can play the instrument. But you go to a, a place that sells harps, you can guarantee that at least, you know, half of the staff can play the harp there, if not right. all of them. And they will demonstrate it, and you can hear the beautiful sounds. That is so cool. I had no idea. And I guess there's some kind of like a concert hall you can go try it in. Oh, yeah. And then they ship it to you. I was like, that is so radically different than buying a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, radically. Just buy it and shove it in the trunk. You, you yep. can't quite do that. Well, I wouldn't want to do that with a harp. <laughs> so how <laughs> does this travel well? I mean, does it get out of tune easily, or does it stay in tune? Like, if it's riding in your car and you hit a bump, is this thing out of tune? Not necessarily, no. It's more about the weather, especially with gut strings. They are rather temperamental, and, um, you know, if there's a bit of humidity in the air... Sure. Uh, ...those guys will, will get out of tune. Do you have to store it in any particular way? What we like to say is if you're comfortable, your heart will be comfortable. So not too hot, not too cold, not too humid, not too dry. Okay, perfect. So you keep it in the, you had like a soft shell case. Yeah, that's for transport. Okay. It's all fluffy inside. And if you get stranded somewhere as a harpist, you can use it as a sleeping bag. <laughs> Have you had that experience? Oh, yes. But I wasn't particularly stranded. I was just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> so tell us about, you have a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel. Yes. And I've only seen the YouTube. So tell us all about both of your channels. So I started uploading my progress videos to YouTube. And then I had a very bad experience at a, my very first recital playing a piece that was far too difficult for me because I'm quite ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> and my pedals pinged up and I was so nervous and my hands shook. So... I wrote on Reddit about it, and somebody said to me, you should stream. And I said, why would I want to do that, to have strangers looking at me? And they said, that's the point. Mm -hmm. So I started my Twitch channel, and I called it Nervous Harpist. And if I'm practicing, I'm live. If I'm live, I'm practicing. I do not practice off stream. So there's at one point in my life when my abusive relationship was so dangerous and frightening I was getting up to 10 hours of online time a day because I felt safe with the camera on and sure. the microphone on. And people just dropped in and out all the time. Like, oh, I saw you practicing that four hours ago. You've made great progress. Wow. And they love it because it shows all of my hard work. Uh huh. And it's exciting for people. They just drop in. Some come daily. Some come every week. Some come every couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I do song requests. Oh, you do. And I learn hmm. stuff by ear. I, you know, if they donate, um, I'll say, well, give me a second. We'll listen on YouTube. And then I'll listen to it once and try to play it. Uh huh. And if I like it, I'll listen to it a few more times and add it to the song list. Wow. So I really believe that you have music in your soul because if you can listen to something and turn it around that quickly... Oh, I think your parents were wrong. Sorry, parents. <laughs> but I think you really are truly a musician. I mean, if you can do that and turn it around and you've learned this harp so quickly, oh, yeah, Thank you've you. got music in your soul for sure. I really want to to make the Twitch a, uh, a full-time thing to support myself. Mm -hmm. 
um, until I'm able to, to, to go to harp school and, uh, and get gigs. So I didn't even know there was a harp school. Is it like a four-year university or a two-year program, or yeah, how does it work? It's, it's, you know, at, at music schools that offer a harp program, um, I believe it's four years. And, you know, there's, there's Juilliards, there's Curtis, there's even, um, there's even uh, UNO here, where mm-hmm. um, m- my teacher after Mary, Katie Weichelis, teaches. Ah. And, um, yeah, she's the... The harp boss there, <laughs> and there's wonderful harpists from UNO. Wow, so that's very, very cool. So after you go to school, then you'd like to be in an orchestra. Yes. Cool. So do you play any other instruments at all, or this is it for now? This is it. I bet you could play piano. I bet you could. I, I feel like with all your knowledge mm-hmm. here. I went to, uh, what's it called? Um, not guitar off. I don't know. It's just the guitar store or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, I picked up a guitar, and I was like, I'm going to play that Danza Doobie Watty that, I don't know what it's called, Danza something. It's a classical <laughs> guitar piece that I hear all the time on right. Twitch. Well, it sounded awful. <laughs> I couldn't even make a strumming sound. And I said to my friend, right, I'm going to play the keyboard. Look at me, I'm Rachmaninoff. <laughs> Clunk. And he's, he just, I'm a very small person, and he's very big, and he kind of picked me up and went, no, nervous. <laughs> We'll go back to the harps. Thank you. You're not Rachmaninoff. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you had a good point earlier when you said you're never too old to learn something new. And I've been saying that forever because I hear from a lot of friends, oh, I wish I played guitar. And I'm like, here, borrow one. It's never too late. If you have a passion in your soul, make it happen. Yeah. and, And for me, I really did put all of my soul into it. You can't. You can't go about it in a kind of a lackadaisical way. I, unfortunately, um, I was working, um, um, but I lost my job in the in COVID. Um, there wasn't enough work for me to mm-hmm, do. Sure. And at that point, I was already doing two hours before work and two hours after work. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to search for another job. I'm going to put my heart and soul into learning this instrument and proving to people that it can be done. And... And here we are. And here I am. <laughs> so how many hours a day do you think you practice? Normal day? Normal day? Well, now, because I'm in a much better situation, it is about, let's see here. I average, love it that you track well, it. Well, that doesn't, that's not including uh, weekends. These are all six-hour days. Wow. That's like a full-time job. Yeah. So how are your fingers after six hours of playing? You do you know, get calluses? Do I get do sore? get calluses, but they don't get sore. They, they don't. Um, depending on your technique and the way that you pluck the string, mm-hmm. um, you know, your calluses will form in a way that, that shouldn't be painful. Right. But if you do end up changing technique, um, which I'm actually experimenting with recently, um, it, it, it can be a little uncomfortable. I wouldn't say painful because you're using a part of your finger that's a little bit softer just right. to get a different sound out of the harp. So do you normally use the tips of your fingertips or the pads? Um, I'm actually using uh, the side. Okay. The very side of the tips. Okay. And you use all of your fingers, or do you use the pinky? We do not use the pinky. Oh, oh that's a harp oh. faux pas. Okay. Why not? Why don't we use the pinky? We don't use the pinky because the pinky isn't really strong enough to come right into your palm. And when you, uh, if you hold your hand out, mm-hmm. you can move your first finger independently. Right. And you can move your middle finger pretty independently. Right. But when you try to move your ring finger, your pinky, there's a tendon there that attaches to those. Mm -hmm. So when we 
we call this the fourth finger, your ring finger, because your thumb is your first. When you pull that in, mm-hmm. your pinky's going to go with it. Yep. Your pinky cannot really independently make a really strong sound just because of the way the, the muscles in the hand are. Okay. Um, not on the harp. On the piano, sure, you can make a plink. Yep. But it, it just doesn't work so well on the harp. Poor it's, Pinky. That's poor all right. Pinky. He rides along with the, the ring finger. Right, he and rides you along. you make it happen. Yes. So plans, upcoming plans. you got school. We've got an orchestra. Do you want to learn any other instruments? Um, if you could and you had time, what would you learn? If I could and I had time. You know, I think the bassoon sounds nice. I like, the, yeah, I like yeah. the bassoon. That's a cool, unique instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what about stories? Do you have any favorite stories so far from playing? Like, has anybody commented on your Twitch or any stories along the way that you want to share in your harp adventures? Um, we have done a lot of um, 24-hour streams. Wow. Where I've stayed up <laughs> harping for 24 hours. Wow. And I don't really drink much caffeine. Um, <laughs> um, so I just kind of live off of, of the hype of everyone being in the community. And it got to a point where um, somebody did a channel redeem, and it was for an, a 12-hour stream on top of the 24-hour stream. Whoa. And I said, all right, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> and I was supposed to do 36 hours. I got to 32 hours, and I was hallucinating. I closed my eyelids, and I could see the, my red and black stripes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I felt like my harp shoes, my, my little <laughs> heels had melted to the pedals. Wow. It, I, I, li- I did have to stop. I think that might be a Guinness Book of World Records. You yeah, might want maybe. to look into that. Because Extreme 34 hopping. hours? 32. Yeah. 32. And yeah. then did you sleep for 32 after that? I slept for 10, and then I started hopping again. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. So after the harp, you have mastered the harp and you're in the orchestra, will you become a composer? I would like to learn to compose. That would be really nice. But what I would also like to do once I'm very established and playing is I would like to um, be able to get more music available in Braille Mm, Okay. for other harpists because um, one of the problems that harpists face is that the music is not always accessible. If you're a pianist, you can get hold of Braille music. Oh. But... I guess I didn't know that. So what about other um, orchestra pieces? Can they get a hold of Braille music? I think you can get it in a file that you can convert to Braille and then print out on a Braille printer. But it's not it's not easily accessible. And say if you were a child and you wanted to do music exams and things, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't want a child to feel like, oh, I, I can't start. I have to, you know, wait or... I wouldn't want a parent to feel like they couldn't let their child learn an instrument because they wouldn't have the resources available. So right. I would like to be part of a community that could share all the resources to help get as many people playing as possible. Yes, and absolutely. sharing technique. Yes. Because I talk about things a lot. Like, I talk to people on my stream as if they have the same level of eyesight as me. So, you know, I'll say things like, um, oh, we have uh, we've got a red string, and then we have two neighbors, and we're making a claw shape, uh-huh. and and then we have 
a hand shape where my hand is kind of like um this is like the Star Trek gesture. Yep. I call it this the bow tie. Okay. We make hand shapes and I talk about them. This is the scary monster. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. This is also fascinating. I just love it. So say when you're finally in the orchestra. Yeah. It's, I'm going back to your music. So normally everybody's got a sheet of music there. Yeah. How would that work for you? Would you memorize it or would you have your iPad and you just have to... Depending on the piece, I do prefer to memorize my pieces. Uh, most of my repertoire is memorized, but um, I would like to obviously have my iPad there. And I have seen it done uh, more recently. Um, you just put the brightness down a little bit so it's not glaringly yeah. obvious. And then just take it with you and read it from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that, too, on stage a lot. A lot more with, like, rock bands and stuff, too. People bring in their iPads. I'm like, okay, why not, right? I think orchestras, you know, they need to modernize a little bit to allow for that. Because if you're um, limiting your members to only people that have full vision, you're missing out on so many wonderful people. That is true. That yeah. is true. And I never thought of that either. My mind is just going a million miles an hour. <laughs> so we have about four minutes left. Will you be so kind and give us your Twitch and your YouTube address so people can get to your videos? Yes. So my YouTube uh, username is going to be Nervous Harpist. So that will be youtube.com slash Nervous Harpist. And my Twitch is twitch.tv slash Nervous Harpist. And while I'm here, I would like to say a huge thank you to all of my friends and followers, especially Trilo, who has been such a wonderful donator. Um, all of my stream equipment, um, all of the, the money towards getting me back to the UK this summer so I can go home to my parents. I'm just so grateful for all the support I've had. I also have a TikTok for silly little videos. Um, and uh, I have an Instagram too. And we have a Discord where we talk about things. And sometimes when I'm not harping, I might play a video game or read a story to people. Okay. So. And what is your TikTok and Instagram pages? Oh, they're all Nervous Harpist. Okay. Nervous Harpist. Yeah. You can find Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, Nervous Harpist. And Twitter. Okay, on Twitter. Okay. Yep. Well, we will all be looking you up. <laughs> so, Adelaide, we're going to let you take this on out. Please play us this beautiful song. And is this an original? This is um, Scarborough Fair. Okay. Uh, by Simon and Garfunkel, arranged by me. All right.
Thanks so much for tuning in to Community Conversations. I'm Cami Carlisle, and that was Adelaide Jong. Thank you so much for coming in today, and we really appreciate it. Nervous Harpist, everybody. Find her online. And thank you very much, Cami Carlisle and Adelaide. That was one of the most fulfilling interviews I've heard in a while. That was excellent. So you've been tuned in to another community conversation. I have Becca Jurdy, Executive Director of Radio Talking Book, right behind me, applauding heartily. <laughs> Becca, did you like that? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, that was that was great. So we appreciate uh, and Anita Janes who reads health and wellness for us. She she brought, <laughs> she brought Adelaide into the studio for us. So that was this was a I don't want to be dramatic, but this is a very heart healing episode of Community Conversations. Heart music is just beautiful. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.